our thoughts are, you know, thought proceeds form and our thoughts matter and our brain believes what you tell it. And so if you tell it over and over and over, it's not going to happen to me. It'll never happen to me. I'm not this enough. And, or I've been dumped. These are words that people say to themselves. I've been dumped mm -hmm. five times. And what makes me think that today is any different? Then what happens is you're playing over the same story over and over and over. And in fact, we end up attracting the same thing over and over and over oftentimes. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. Ween, hello and welcome to today's podcast episode. You are about to get so filled up with so much love in your heart surrounding you. I am so, so honored and delighted to introduce to you today's guest. She is one of my dearest long-term friends who was with me before there was a Gina DeVee or a Divine Living. And Dr. Mercy Cole is one of America's leading psychologists. She is a master at calling love into your life. She's basically a heart on legs herself and is a major reason uh, that I was able to launch my career back in the day. So Dr. Mercy Cole, welcome to the show. Thank you, Gina. Oh my gosh, that was such, such a beautiful intro. And um, right back at you, my love. You know, it takes two to tango in this lifetime. And I'm so happy that we have found each other in, in this one. And um, I've celebrated you and I've recognized you from hello. And here we are today, many years later. I don't even want to count how many, but <laughs> a long time. I'm so it happy to be is, here. It is. Well, I am really, really delighted. I know that there's so many subjects that you are a genuine expert on. But a subject that I actually don't talk about a lot is love. And I think that we, you know, we talk about where we're sort of wounded. So, you know, me and my community, I got the money story going up and down the yin yang and Glenn is the easiest part of my life. Um, but I know that that, you know, we, what I've studied is that people typically fall into three different schools. You're either in the school of love, the school of money or the school of health. And so I'm so delighted that for any of our listeners, either just struggling in the love department right now or deeply rooted in the school of love, that they're going to have your wisdom today. Yes. Well, <clears throat> there's a song from the off-Broadway show Baby that was on many, many years ago. And there's a song for women. I highly recommend you all Google it. It's called I Want It All. Yes. <laughs> So we do not have to pick just one, ladies. We can, you can have it all. You can have your health. You can have love in your life and you can have prosperity, right? In fact, they're all interconnected anyway. That doesn't mean you have to have a significant other to have an extraordinary life. But when you call that in, of course, it just expands uh, your heart as well as everything that you receive and, 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 and also um, really helps you catapult more that you have to give so i mean so that's the way i see it i don't think you have to choose i think you can have it all um and did so, you always know that uh i think i yeah look i saw that show when i was in my 20s and i loved that song so much so yeah i mean yes of course i wanted you know i i'm in the generation where you had an education and you had a career and 
you know, I was all about loving whoever I was with and <laughs> for as long as I can remember. That said, I did not have the traditional story. And, you know, my parents who have just passed this year celebrated mm -hmm. 74 years of an epic love affair. That was not my destiny as many women in this day and age. You know, there are more single people of, you know, ever in the history um, mm -hmm. as we know it more people that are not married by choice or circumstance, more people that do not have children by, by choice or circumstance. So because of my own life's journey and because of what I've witnessed, this is a very, very prolo you know, prolific topic. It's relevant, it's real, it's important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, so let's take a, a trip down memory lane so that when, when you share all of the goodness that's about to come, that people understand that you really do get it and that you... Um, didn't have maybe the the straightest path in the love department, shall we say? Yes. Yes. <laughs> shall we talk about your first husband? Well, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I what's really what's really been liberating is that I'm a holistic psychotherapist, and most of the time in our profession, we don't share our own personal journey. But mm. I'm doing so now for classes with women, and it's so fun and it's so liberating because, as you know, Gandhi said, "My life is my message." So you can study up the kazoo, but what you've learned, what you embody, you know, Gina, you've been able to model for female entrepreneurs what it's like to hit rock bottom and go, "Okay, now what?" and then to literally find the next what and go higher and higher and, and um and so in the love department yes i've lived my own journey i mean look i grew up thinking i would get married happily ever after have 2.5 children and white picket fence for sure um i know what it's like to be to feel to some extent confident and and together and to be perceived as that but to be completely disconnected from your truth really when it comes to your heart at 28 years old I actually, I actually met um, my first husband in college. He was my best, best friend. And later on, we transitioned into dating. And then I had the wherewithal to break up and do my thing and have another love affair, but then came back to him in my late 20s and we got married. And mm, everything inside of me said, there's, there's, there's something wrong. Everything mm -hmm. inside said, you know, but but guess what? We were we were Marcy and Henry. We were perceived as the perfect couple. All my friends were getting married, or most of them. My family, you know, it, it was like I was what I say I was other directed back then, and I had an ultimatum: this or this. And I went with fear and faith. I was afraid to lose him. I was attached. I was not in love. Big difference. Mm. And I was having some faith and hope that things would change in terms of the nature and the quality of, of the relationship, of the romantic aspect. We always had a very deep love for each other, a lot of respect and a deep, you know, friendship. So um, I carried on and I really owe him my PhD because I, I called it my intellectual distraction. I think if I had been happily married with the right one, I would have got, I would have had a child. I probably would have been playing house and very happy doing it, but it didn't feel right. And so I threw myself in to, um, academic training, um, and that took up a lot of space. And I, I'm sure a lot of people can, you know what it feels like when you get overwhelmed and you're super busy, you just can't deal with big life decisions. So you have to put it on the back burner. But finally in my early thirties, I decided, okay, would I do this all over again? And it was a hot no in a hot second. Wow. And, um, and that gave me the strength to kind of take a leap 
and say, we need to separate this vacation. We need to separate for the summer. We need to get a divorce. Um, yeah, and then six months later, um, he came to me and he said, you're my best friend, I miss you. And I have something to tell you. And my first thought was, is he gonna tell me he got back together with this woman? He was always in <laughs> But my second thought was what was real, which was that he said, I'm gay. And that made our 17 year history make perfect sense, of course. So that was my first experience. That was my first of a handful of love affairs in my adult life where I, where I learned the very big lesson that, you know, we, we, we know, we absolutely know, and we just need to trust it, listen and trust mm -hmm. it above all other. Oh my goodness. And it's, it's so heartwarming to hear this side of the story because I knew, you know, you know, spoiler alert, they're great friends today and, you know, have this amazing relationship also in a different form. But like, were you devastated then? Did you think that you were going to find love again? Did you like what? That was great. That's a great question because I, I when I, when I coach women around this department of their lives, I say, when you decide that a relationship isn't in alignment with you, it doesn't connect with the truth of your heart. You don't you don't let go expecting the right one to be around the corner. You let go because it's, 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 it's your truth. It's because this is not in alignment. And I had to come to peace with, I mean, look, everyone deep down wants to love, love and be loved and find that soulmate and twin flame and whatever you want to call it. But I remember making a pact with myself. I'm doing this and I may never find that one person for a lifetime. I might have a series of love affairs and I need to be okay with that. And I might have lots of time on my own and I'm gonna be okay with that. And I had to make, and that's really, really important because when you make a decision with, with an expectation or dependency on something else happening, we set ourselves up. We're at the mercy of a, you know, a, a you know, a yo-yo experience of feeling at the mercy of that. First you were at the first you were at the mercy of not feeling happy in a relationship and that controlling everything. And then you're alone going, well, where's my person? So, um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I knew that it would open the field for possibility, of course, but I was not holding on to that with, 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 a, with a tight grip, but I was, my heart was open. And in fact, right out of the gate, I did find my next love of three and a half years because I had to make up for lost time, ladies, okay? <laughs> Gay man, you know, he, he can be the best boyfriend in the world, but come on. So I could not keep my hands off the next one. It was so adorable. And we had a great ride too, but for important reasons, I chose that that was not going to be my forever. Also, uh, pause there, take a breath because there's so much more. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then we'll just while we're on the the subject of of relationship and marriage, and then years later, I'll let you fill in the blanks with what you're comfortable. Well, yeah, um, yeah. In a nutshell, I had two significant relationships in my 30s. Mm -hmm and dated for a day here in between. And then I came, you know, I was in Chicago for many years, had a great life there. But you know, when you have something calling you and saying, you know, I've, I've lived this experience and I wanna be open to something else. And a dear friend said, why don't you spend the summer in California and, and you'll house at this amazing place. These people are going to Italy. And um, so I had this beautiful charmed experience in the, um, that summer. And by the way, from an entrepreneurial perspective, I thought, wait, I have a mortgage. I have a practice. I have a waitlist practice in Chicago. How am I going to support myself? But once I committed 
everything mm. lined up. I leased my place. I talked on the phone way, way before it was cool to be vir virtual. It worked. And, um, and it, it was great. And so it was that summer that I met my next husband um, and I was 40. The age was also playing a part of it, I think, to the blueprint because I wanted to still to, to have children. Um, and I recognized him as a soulmate in this lifetime for sure. Mm. And we had a deep love affair. We were together for 13 years. And Gina, you were at that wedding. Um, yes. And, um, you know, I don't regret that for one second. I just spoke to him this week. It was his birthday. Aww. And um, his daughters are like my, my stepdaughters are my family now. And the, and the daughter's kids are like my grandkids. Like they're <laughs> just their family. And so, um, yeah, so that happened. Um, the child thing still was not in, in destinies, uh, the cards for me, but we had a great run and, um, I'm really, really proud and happy at the fact that these love affairs that I've had, there's always been a preservation of respect and forgiveness when it was necessary and gratitude for everything we've learned. Um, and so when my friend Catherine Woodward Thomas wrote Conscious Uncoupling, I'm all about it. When Deborah Ford wrote Spiritual Divorce, all about it. No, no one wants it to end that way. But if it's going to, you might as well make the very most of it and, mm -hmm. and, and leave with good goodwill. You don't want any of that stuff that sometimes we have to go through to get there, you know, inside of you and carrying that with you and sort of blocking your movement forward. How much courage did it take to complete that relationship in its form? Well, I, I, it's, you're asking such great questions, Gina. The word courage is absolutely ne necessary in order to let go of our attachments. Because what I, when I talk to people about it, it's like, there's a lot of half-baked pies in the world. You know, you can have companionship and you can have someone who once in a while, the affection is sweet and you have a laugh and you have shared vision. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's no judgment as I say that. But if you want more than the half-baked pie, if you really, when I say want it all, I don't mean perfection. No one's perfect. No relationship is perfect. But if you want it all in terms, if you want to, you want to begin your morning and end your evening with saying, I found my person that I love and I would do it all over again, right? If you want to feel that way in your life, it takes a shitload of courage to let go of the one before mm -hmm. because um, you're, I remember when I let go of the, my love after my first marriage with Henry three and a half years, when I ended that, that felt like a real divorce to me because mm -hmm. I loved him deeply. Um, I remember being in the king size bed and I felt like I was in the middle of the ocean without a buoy. It's scary. It's you're mm -hmm. so used to being coupled. You're so used to having that comfort. You're so used to having that person that checks in with you every day. Um, and we're not like in, you know, we're not in high school or early twenties where you're talking to your best friends every day. And so it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage to leap. It takes a lot of courage to know that you're going to be okay and that you will be okay. And that all is well and all will remain well. It does for sure. Did you practice the same level of like, this is what's right for me, so I need to do this and I'm not attached to finding love again? Or did you like at that point know like, I want to find love again? Well, I listen, I've always been a lover. Like I love love. And so I don't think I was, I never got to a point where I like gave up on, you know, finding love again and perhaps the lifelong love that I, you know, we all search for. Um, 
That said, I gave myself, I mean, particularly in this last marriage, I gave myself a couple of years where I was off the grid. People were like, hey, do you want to? I'm like, la, 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 nope. I needed to get myself back. I need to get my energy field back. I need to get my grounding back, my clarity back. However, I do believe that when we're ready again, it, the heart calls, the stars align, and then we have to make the call. We have to be proactive. We have to, um, we don't have to, we get to, right? We get to, and, and, I, and I definitely did that. And I'm living a reality right now that absolutely feels in incredible alignment. And, and I've never experienced quite anything quite like this before. And guess what? All of the loves before, thank you so much. Because again, you know, we, our heart is a muscle. The more we, the more we practice with it, the more we work it, the more it grows. And the more we learn here and, and, and feel here and the more we trust above. And so, um, yeah, well, that that's a whole nother thing, but it's it's been it's been a joy and it's so fun to share it. Um, but even before that, I was good. I was like, my life is good. Mm -hmm. I never doubt doubted that there would be more love. I never We've doubted always that. been such a conscious humans, you know, spiritual woman that believes in, you know, love, abundance, all of it. And, you know, so many women just get jaded at a certain age or a certain stage in their life and just go into shutdown, whether it's like full-blown fear of like, I'm never going to have the love that I crave or just, you know, kind of playing that game with themselves, saying they're not interested when they really genuinely are because they're just hurt and defensive. So um, I'll let you tell the story how you found the current love of your life. Yes. Well, let me just say this, though, about what you just said. Okay. People get bruised. And then sometimes the natural reaction, the primal reaction is to go back, is to constrict ourselves, constrict our mm -hmm. heart. Um, and, you know, and then, yeah, to not set us up for disappointment. So we won't want it in the first place. No, in fact, it works the opposite, right? We know that we know from even quantum physics and the law of attraction that we, we, we know that if you keep yourself at bay, first of all, people can feel that you're not available. You're not going to, whether it's money or love or whatever it is, you're not going to attract that when you're constantly in fear that you're going to get COVID over and over every single day, who knows the impact that that can mm -hmm. have on us. So our thoughts are, you know, thought proceeds form and our thoughts matter and our brain believes what you tell it. And so if you tell it over and over and over, it's not going to happen to me. It'll never happen to me. I'm not this enough. And, or I've been dumped. These are words that people say to themselves. I've been dumped mm -hmm. five times. And what makes me think that today is any different? Then what happens is you're playing over the same story over and over and over. And in fact, we end up attracting the same thing over and over and over oftentimes. So, um, so the very opposite is true. We need to change. We just need to change the story, period. We know this, we know this. Um, and that doesn't happen with a, with a flip of a switch. It happens with conscious, intentional. First of all, it happens with conscious awareness. Has that been working for me? Would I say that to a child that I, that I believe in, a best friend, someone I'm co-coaching? Oh, never. You'll never amount to anything because you mm -hmm. never have up until now. So, or would you, right? No. So I just had to say that from a coaching perspective, because I feel like it's something so many people can relate to what you said. Um, well, Again, I, I, I sort of practice what I teach by giving myself the time mm -hmm. I needed 
And then when I was ready, I wasn't even consciously aware that I was, you know, practicing that stuff that we talk about all in terms of law of attraction. But I was, I absolutely was. I said, wait, okay. First of all, I started dating again, which was super important to get the juices flowing. And anyone who's going through perimenopause or menopause, we know that our bodies change. And, um, and I will just, I, I mean, I assume this is mostly women listening yes, to this. So yes. let's just be, let's just be I remember real. these walks on the beach during this era. Really? I bet, I bet you did. Because I remember going, oh my God, I have nothing to offer from the waist down. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, where did my desire go? Where did my sexual energy go? And it was, it was so I first had to claim that back myself. Mm -hmm. So I did some research. And I, I started taking the supplements. I went the bioidentical hormone route and it helped. And then I dated again and I date, I remembered, okay, what's it like to, I had been, it had been years, 15 years or whatever. And I needed to, it's like getting on the bike. I needed to kind of get on that date and meet people mm -hmm. and not have any expectation, just going, Hey, who are you? I'm Marcy. Who, what, what are you, what are you calling in? What who are you? What's meaningful to you? And just feel it out, you know, and had had a lot of those one and done drinks and had a lot of those one and done 10 minute conversations and had, a, and had some little mini crushes and ego boosts along the way for sure. And I had this team, this, this, some girlfriends on a text chain, I call them my mojo return. <laughs> <laughs> Because I needed it. And ladies, we need that. We need, yes. we, we do. Whether it's you're going to change your path in business, you're going to open your heart again to love. We, we need that. It was so much fun to, to share it. Because otherwise, it's a little isolating just to be going through it on your own. Totally. So and then I did my dating thing. I warmed up and I was like, okay, I'm ready. And honest to God, one day I remember being in the car Oh, good. I was, I was going to ask you to, I wanted to make sure that you told this part. Yes. Yes. I remember. Yeah. I told, I shared this with you, Gina. I was in the car and I was like, where are you? <laughs> but not from a place of desperation and not from a place of like, I'm, you know, feeling bitter because he hasn't shown up. No, I was like excited, antsy, like, okay. I was talking to my ancestors, my whoever. I was like, okay, everyone in alignment. I don't need to share a bed with someone unless it's someone super special. So mm -hmm. I'm calling him in. Um, it was the day before my birthday and I had been talking to a guy out of town, but I was just kind of tabling that. And it was the day before my birthday and I was traveling and um, I had women, again, women in circle, oh, so powerful. I had women in my living room. Gina, I don't think you were here. I think you would, I don't know, but you were invited of course, always. Um, I had women in my living room and someone said, so what are you calling in? And I was like, well, I have parents who are aging. I'd like it to be peaceful and easy. And by the way, I, I'm ready for my next love to come in before that happens. And the girls were like, well, we'll be here for you. And I'm like, I'm talking about spooning in bed. They're like, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> it's important to have good girlfriends that will spoon you yes. in bed for sure and vice versa. Um, and one of my dear friends was like, okay, let's happen. Let, let's make it happen. And boom, 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 boom. Let's call it in. Let's vision. And the next day was my birthday. And the next day, um, that same gentleman who I'd been in contact with for about a week before on the phone, he said, well, I live, I was, you popped up on my feed online because I was coming through LA, but I live in the Pacific, you know, I live in Portland. Do you ever visit the Pacific Northwest? And I, to which I said, 
uh, I'm coming in 10 days. <laughs> I had already planned a visit. So the next day was my birthday. I had dinner with friends there and met him for a drink that evening. And the rest is history. And this November will be two years. Ah! So, yeah. Yeah. That was, years. That, was, that sounds wild. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Oh my goodness. And what a jewel gem king conscious human man love he is yes gina i'm so happy that you met him because you know how it is when you have someone new in your heart and they start meeting your dearest friends it's like just expands the experience and i've always said to my friends i've said you know this is not his name is michael he's not just for me he's for you too i, I think Aww. he's like you know he he's going to be in the life of everyone that i love for a long time so um yeah and look this is why okay so <clears throat> i was teaching these principles before based on what i learned and what i didn't learn so that women could learn it earlier perhaps when you experience just like gina when you're when all of the experiences where you would continue to grow and reinvent yourself and find prosperity around different corners you never imagined. You wanted that for other women. You wanted mm -hmm. to open their eyes to say, it's not over when you think it's over, not even close. Mm -hmm. um, and so when I'm faced it, you know, when I was two inches, like, like, you know, with my love, I'd be like, and I literally said out loud to him, I want this for every woman. I want mm -hmm. every woman to feel seen and heard and recognized and celebrated and cherished and loved up and oh man I want every woman to know what it's like to laugh and love with reckless abandon you know um mm. so when we have these experiences we want to share them right that's what we want to do mm -hmm. and so now you're teaching courses on calling and love so yeah so so you know we were talking about we were talking about it one day and I was talking about sort of like, it just was organic in our discussions about a formula that actually spelled out love. And then I wrote for Goop and I wrote for Maria Shriver's Sunday paper. And I thought, well, let me just put out a class, finding love again for 40 and beyond class. And then had women come and it was so much fun. And again, I shared some of my personal experience that I've shared a little bit so far with you, but you know, the, the principles, the, 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 the guiding principles of what it means to really be prepared, you know, prepare yourself mm -hmm. and be in a place where you can give and receive love. Um, and then to experience it with no holds barred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, I mean, what a gift to have not only your, psychology background, but your whole life path and trajectory and just what you're so passionate about to be a light in the lives of women who either think that they forgot how or it's not meant for them or they've tried everything and it hasn't worked. Um, do you want to go through what, what are some of the principles? What do you teach in the class? Well, um, first of all, I'm having another one coming up in October, so I hope people will join. But, you know, look, these are not these are not super original ideas, I'm just saying, but they're ideas that we have to continue to keep alive and reinforce in our consciousness. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, like the story I shared with you when I was at 28, I was not listening to my inner guidance. So to thy known self be true. You know, it's about having a relationship with yourself first. We hear that all the time. Love thyself, you know, um, but it's, it, we hear all the time, this is freaking true. Like if you do not value who you are or not value yourself enough, how in the world do you expect someone to see you for who you are? If you don't share yourself without apology, if you can't share your truth, the truth of your heart. I was just on the phone with a 
30 year old, lovely woman. And she said, you know, in the past I've had these relationships where um, the guys were just not really knowing what I'm about or what I really wanted. So it would always end the same or I was disappointed and they would feel emasculated and all of this. And she's like, so now I am gonna to start to talk about who I am, what, what I'm about, what I'm call, calling in. And, if, and again, if it's not an alignment, that's okay. There's the door, wish him well, all good. You might end up being great friends, you know? Um, or maybe he's the right person for your, dear, your, your girlfriend. Like maybe they're destined to be together, whatever. So, so it's about valuing you. It's about having a relationship with you. It's about um, being, getting clear on what is it that you're actually calling in. You know, in all of my relationships, there was, a, there was like a big chunk of a missing piece that I never actually included in the requirements for being in a partnership, you know, right? Isn't it and amazing? So and it's also unconscious too, right? Because you think when you're asking for the love of your life that you're clear on all the necessary elements that are your own non-negotiables. That's right. That's right. And guess what? Clearly, my old man, one was not sexual compatibility. <laughs> Clearly, way, way back one, when, and, and also, you know, financial, you know, I was always, I have a lot of girlfriends that um, are living in beautiful homes and partnering with um, men who had been very successful or maybe, maybe they made the money, the money, or they married someone with money. I was never, I, I was always drawn to taking care of my business and not owing anyone a dime, but I was, I didn't have the ambition that my mom had to create a real estate company in Palm Beach, Florida, or you have had Gina and creating this empire. That wasn't my driving force. Okay. And so my driving force was love and yummy and alignment and all that kind of stuff. And so what I learned along the way is, guess what? You call in a life partner, having a financial partner is part of it. You mm -hmm. cannot disconnect it. It's part of it. And so you can, so there's all these pieces. So it's about knowing yourself well enough to know what are my non-negotiables and make sure you are really looking in the big boxes of life that are real and are relevant. And I don't care how amazing the how juicy is in the beginning, it will come back around if you don't check that box, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, when you're out in the dating field, again, who amongst us has not forgotten all of those things once you're out of the day? Oh, but he's so cute. Oh, but it's so nice to have attention again. It's so nice to have a plus one and date at this wedding. Oh, it's so nice to, you know, plan vacations and and then all of a sudden you've invested months and sometimes years in a relationship that you're just like, oh, but I said, I told myself I wasn't going to, and here I am again. Mm -hmm. So it's being, when you're going out on the dating field, becoming just like we set our morning where we say hello to ourselves, we say a connected prayer to the God of your understanding or whatever, we call in the day we want to have, you know, staying awake and aware when you're on mm -hmm. the dating field and not getting, not detouring, because we know what that feels like. And then guess what, man, when you find, when you find that this has potential, you just, you just don't hold back. Don't hold mm. back. You have nothing to lose. What is that beautiful saying? I forgot who said it. It's better. It's better to have loved and lost than not to have loved at all. So even if your worst fear comes true and it's not the one forever, you know, I mean, Michael and I, we talked about this. This is actually a cool thing to share. I think it's really, it was very wise. 
you know, as we're talking about this and talking about what feels like a, like a happy ending, I said, well, you know, we haven't even been together two years. Who knows what a happy ending? Who knows? You know, someone's going to say, well, it's been two years, not 22 years and not 42 years and not 72 years like your parents. But you know what he said? He said, the happy ending is now. Presence. Now. Right? And so we can celebrate. So whatever you're experiencing that feels good, just love it up now and mm. receive all of it. Yes. As a woman, call it all in and receive it, you know, and give it. No, no games, no rules, none of that mm -hmm. BS stuff that mm -hmm. disconnect us from ourselves and what we could potentially receive in its full form. Oh, so, so beautiful. And everyone, we're going to put all the details to Marcy's class in the show notes. So you'll have all of her contact information and access to the class uh, details and all of that. So do not hold back. It is such a gift to be in this woman's presence. You, you're going to be so loved up yourself. You could not a call in love because you're going to be just so in love with yourself. Um, you'll have that magnetic vortex and you know, to have such a safe place to do the deep dive and take a look. We all have patterns in relationship and we all have dynamics that we want healed or up-leveled. And so uh, I could not recommend you working with Dr. Mercy Cole enough. She's uh, su such a light and such a love and such a living example about how to, you know, some people reinvent themselves with business and you've just reinvented yourself with love time and time again. And it just keeps getting better and better. So Yes. So beautiful. Yes. You've been, you've been a witness, Gina, and I've appreciated that so much. It's been so fun to share. And, you know, you're teaching women what it is to be a successful sovereign being in their business and, and be in their feminine. And that's why, like we said before, it is important to know that, you know, there's a lot of women that have traded they, they have been so driven and they put everything into their career that they mm -hmm. end up alone for years and they're lonely and there's part of their, and they're not as fulfilled. Again, I'm not saying you have to have, have a partner to, to live a fulfilled, beautiful life, but that are not looking at that piece. Um, or women that put all of their att attention in that relationship and don't take care of business on their own. So we want to find that, and everyone's middle ground is different, but we want to find room for all of it. You know, we deserve to find room for all of it. Just because our the rules of today of what it means to be a woman is so different than our mothers and our grandmothers, that's the difference. We want it all, right? And that can make life complicated and fragmented sometimes, but it also makes things exciting and rich and um, and expansive, yeah? And so we're lucky, we're very fortunate to be women at this during this time. We still have a ways to go in terms of, equality and all those kinds of things we talk about, but wow, wow, we're so blessed. We truly are so blessed. Mm -hmm. So um, I was talking to a very successful client of mine earlier today, and I want to close on this question because I think a lot of really successful career women go through this, where they lose themselves in one or the other. So they'll be so driven with their career and completely, they don't, they're like, block out love and not even dating. It's, it, it's all this. And then, you know, the universe will have someone cross their paths and they do this pendulum swing and they like let their business go or let their almost put their job in jeopardy if they have a job, you know, because, and, and this like super smart, super conscious, super cool, super successful woman 
found a love in her life. And she's like, I'm just scared because like, like summer love is fine. But when I go back to, you know, basically back to work in September, she's like, I'm, I'm worried about this being a distraction. So will you talk to women who are worried about having their life fall apart if they let love in? Yeah. Okay. So, well, let me just say, I'd like to connect the community that I have been developing for years and these events I've been producing every month for years for that, because it's for this reason, actually, it's called first Tuesday global Gina, you've been to the events, you've spoken to the events. Yes. But what, what's important, the reason why I, and like you and others, I want to bring women together consistently is that we don't lose ourselves, is that we stay connected with principles of our own personal development, of professional growth, of things so things do not have to say this or that. Um, and that we stay, we stay connected to community. That's so, so important. I really believe that connectivity is the highest form of frequency and currency on our planet, whether that's connectivity with yourself, mm -hmm. one, each other as women, your business and the people you serve, the romantic loves that you are calling in or, or wanting to come in. So, so yes, we can, when we're alone on an island and we put all, we go, oh, I'm just with my love or, oh, I'm just with my business and I have to keep going and going and work till all hours of the night. And I don't even know when I begin and end and I'm burnt out and my adrenals are exhausted and right. Um, that's not the way we're supposed to be living our life. And so these programs, your pro programs, first two Tuesday global programs, they are here to remind us on a consistent basis that we're, that we're together and that we are having a human experience that is multifaceted and deserves attention in all areas to feel like a fully formed, not perfectly actualized, but fully formed, grounded, fulfilled human human. So the truth is, if you put your eggs all in one basket and you think that something else is going to distract you, you're not going to be fulfilled in that mm -hmm. basket. You're mm -hmm. not, because that's not the way we're designed. It's not the way life is designed for us. And so open yourself up, have a few baskets that are most important. We started with health, you know, fi financial flow and prosperity and love, not in that order, all tied for first, right? Yeah. Fill all yeah. those pots. And find the people in your life that are going to friend you and coach you and love you and support you through, through that, because we're really truly all in it together, aren't we? It's true. It's true. And back to what you were saying at the beginning, we want it all. We want it all. And because we are meant to have it all. So ladies, make sure you click on the links below in the show notes. Stay in touch with Marcy. Marcy, where can people follow you, find you, and all the good things? So right now I'm, I'm, my websites are different and they're going to be, I'm going to be launching a new website this year with everything under one, one roof, finally, um, thankfully, and I'll be excited to share that. In the meantime, they can email me at Marcy at drmarcycole.com. Marcy, M-A-R-C-Y at drdrmarcycole.com, whether they're interested in holistic psychotherapy, coaching, for couples, for singles, or or um, or also, if they want more information about First Tuesday Global and how to attend our event, we're actually featuring. This is really cool. We're featuring next month, September fourteenth, Brooke Baldwin, who is a former CNN reporter who um, who quit after 10, 10 years and says and had the courage and took the leap, and she, she wrote a book called 
huddle about the importance of women in, in collaboration and connectivity, mm. which is what this is all about. So she's going to be with us September 14th. So they can email me if they'd like. Um, Great. We'll have, we'll have all the information about your class, website, how people can yes. work with you. And right. Marcy, as always, it's just been such a joy to be in your presence, your midst. You're just such a love. And thank you for everything that you do in the world. Oh, honey, thank you, Gina. Right back at you. And you're, you've inspired me and so many, many in our collective communities forever. And you, you continue to be a gift to us all. So thank you for having me today. Oh, it is my honor and pleasure. Everyone take a screenshot of this episode and tag us on Instagram. Let us know what your big lessons were, takeaways, what you got from it. And until next time, everyone, take care and let it all in all the love all the prosperity all the health all the abundance let it all in thank you queen all right woman ask and it is given that is right i had so much fun and such big transformations occurred at the divine direction new york city event i have opened up kind of a world tour for more locations coming to a city near you. That's right. We're going to be in Italy. Oh my gosh, at the most glorious location in October. We're gonna be in Chicago in November and we're gonna be in South Florida in December. So check out divineloving.com forward slash direction or the link is in the show notes and a whole white party soiree is how it kick off the Friday night or whatever the first night is. And then the next two days of solid training, coaching, transformation, being in the room with high vibe women from around the world in these elite kind of mini experiences. Uh, I mean, it's a big experience, but it's a mini event. I am so, so, so excited to welcome you there. So check it out. There's only 50 spots per event available. Uh, so if you want to meet me in Italy or Chicago or South Florida, the options are now open and you are in the early bird special pricing time. So snag your seat, get it reserved, and I can't wait to see you in real life. Mwah.